I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This episode is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsors opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, discussions, and more. In our experience, we have used this app to find our first sponsor, which is Podcorn. We use Podcorn to find Podcorn. How fun is that? It's really cool because I have something similar as a micro-influencer. I have a website that's very similar. It connects micro-influencers to brands. And so when I was researching something, Podcorn is what I found. And it's been so cool. You can scroll different brand deals. If you have a podcast, I was just scrolling the brands and I would message a few. And that's how I've been getting sponsorships for our podcast. Yeah. Podcorn has no middleman and you never give up any rights to your podcast. Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when you monetize. We will link them in the show notes. That way you guys can check them out if you're starting your own podcast and you are looking for some sponsors. Give Podcorn a try.
we're going to be talking about all things motivation and like some tips and tricks to get out of a creative rut. We wanted to catch up with each other a little bit first since it's been kind of chaotic in both of our lives the last two weeks. I literally haven't talked to Kara since we recorded last. So yeah, first of all, do you want to share about your trip? (laughs) Yeah. So I just got back from Costa Rica. Uh, I was telling Allison before, I'm like, I don't know if I want to post about it, but I've come to realize like I work in the travel industry. I'm sorry that I travel for a living. Like if you want to get mad, like, I'm sorry. It's my job. There's nothing. And like, I was talking to my friend Logan about it and he's like, look, what you're doing is completely legal. And I don't know. So yeah. And it's not like you guys are with a bunch of people. You were just like on the beach with two people. Yeah. So we went to Costa Rica for a week. Okay. So it's funny because I usually travel. I'm posting all about it. So there's nothing to update people on. But now I'm like, I didn't post really anything. Yeah. We went to Dominical. Uh, which is a cute little beach town. We went to Monteverde, which is like a mountain town. Did like some hiking there, saw some animals and stuff, and then went to La Fortuna, which is the volcano town. There's a volcano there that erupted erupted in the 60s, and it was really cool. And yeah, such a pretty country. The reason I'm sharing about it too is because they really need tourism and the people there were so grateful that they were, we were there and spending money. 90% of their jobs, one of the workers told us, is in tourism. And they lost 500,000 jobs when COVID hit and like through the summer of last year. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not here to promote tourism or I'm not here to promote unnecessary travel. But at the same time, if you are going to, you should consider Costa Rica because <laughs> they really are, were so nice and they were like, adamant that they need tourism and you have to get tested when you leave we got tested before you got there like there are ways to safely travel everything we did was outside like no restaurants are inside Mm -hmm. everything's outside so whether you like it or not you're sitting outside to eat you're going on hikes you're going to the beach like and obviously we all tested negative because if we didn't we wouldn't You'd still be there. <laughs> yeah, we'd still be there locked up quarantine. <laughs> in quarantine. One of the things I put on here that I wanted to share was like something interesting we either saw on like the internet or TV or whatever this last week. And one, I saw the Billie Eilish documentary, not once, but twice. It's amazing. If you guys don't know, I am obsessed with Billie Eilish. And then the second thing is just the content that Africa Brooke has been putting out. Do you follow her? No. Who's that? Okay. She lives in London. I think she's just this, oh my gosh, wholesome, amazing, well-spoken kind of like Instagram speaker, I guess. And I think she does kind of some coaching now, but everything she says is just so spot on. And she kind of acknowledges every single elephant in the room and talks about what no one wants to talk about right now. But one of her posts like two weeks ago, and then she kind of like did a follow-up with it today was like, everyone wants to hold everyone else accountable, but can you even hold yourself accountable? And like, before you start, you know, like when you're pointing one finger forward, you have four pointing back at you type of thing. Like maybe people can be like, wow, she went to Costa Rica. And it's like, well, what what are you doing? Like before you start like telling someone else how to live their life, like how about you just focus on yourself and being the best version of you? Like it really is way more fulfilling if you just focus on yourself and stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and trying to tell them how to live their life because you don't know what their life is like mm-hmm. about yourself. So you know how my, uh, what do you call it? Like New Year's resolution. We, we didn't call them that. Our goals for the future. Uh, mine was to <laughs> find a routine and I have been working really, really hard on that. And I know maybe that sounds like such a dumb routine for most people. Cause they're like, oh, I've literally had routines since I was five years old and started going to school. I 
have deflected routine my entire life because for some reason I've always associated routine with like, okay, you live this basic, boring nine to five life and then you go do this, this and this and it never changes. And so I've always just been like terrified of living in a cycle that just like the rat race. Like I just, I just don't want to do that. So I've always been like, I'm going to change every day how I do stuff and every week and make my life super chaotic and wild and adventurous. And obviously this year I kind of had to like roll that back a little bit, but the last few weeks I have been honing in on like my skincare. So before I would just like not really take care of my skin. And then I would go to Gina, my skin lady and be like, fix me. Like here's $300 yeah. because I didn't take care of my skin for the last six months. And she's like, okay, well I can kind of help you, but you really need to, you know, help yourself. It's like when you go and get your hair done, like, yeah, it looks amazing that day, but then you have to go home and wash it and use your own shampoo and conditioner. Like you got to take care of your own self too. So I've been trying to be better at washing my face every single night. And I have all of my skincare products now, and I have some really good shampoo and conditioner. And I've been just like stretching and sleeping seven hours a night, which is huge for me. I'm like, probably was like a four and a half to five hour a night girl for the last, like, I don't know, three years. Wait, how <laughs> and, many hours? Seven? And I've been sleeping seven hours. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm serious. It's That's amazing. I know. I feel way better. I understand. Wow. I understand why people do this. But well, we were talking, I think we've talked about this on a different episode that the reason I like don't like sleep is because I just like have FOMO on life. Like there's all these things I want to do and I'm just like so excited. It's not that I like don't understand that sleeping doesn't make you feel better. I get that. I just want to do other things. But recently I've been trying to sleep more and I feel like the hours that I am awake now, I've just been way more rejuvenated and focused and having really good workouts because I have so much energy. So it's been good. It's, there's nothing like been overly exciting the last two weeks, but I'm getting my feet on the ground for the first time, like in my whole life. Like I feel calm all the time. That's a major change. Oh my God. <laughs> <No>. Like... <laughs> I didn't even know you were physically capable of sleeping more than four hours. Like this is a big shock. That's what I mean. Like this is, this is really the thing I needed to figure out years ago, but. Okay. So how'd you learn what skincare routine to get and drop the products? Drop the products. You like them. Okay. Yes. No, I love them. So Gina, my skin lady always used image. That's just like what she has in her what do you call it? Like office, I guess. Um, and so I've always been using those, but was I using them in the correct order and at the correct times? Uh, I don't know. Or like really understanding what they were doing. So now I've been using the image cleanser and the, oh my gosh, it's like a gel. It's like a moisturizing gel because there's something different with the gels and the creams. The gels like seep into your skin, right? Where moisturizing, like cr the creams like sit on top of your skin. So the gels can penetrate deeper into your pores and give you like more of a wholesome nourishment. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I so, need to figure out my skincare routine too. So, so you're supposed to like use these questions. Oh, okay. I, I just thought you were like being <laughs> no, nice. No, that too for the <laughs> listeners, I guess. But like me, I'm like, what do you use? Um, Fix me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I use the gel and then the SPF moisturizer. But I also recently got that, um, you beauty, uh, what is it? Rejuvenating compound. Resurfacing, com resurfacing compound. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's supposed to be, it's $148. It's like what the famous people in Hollywood use or whatever. And literally never, ever, ever would have bought this like years ago. But <laughs> I saw the Allure Beauty Box, their February um, kit, $28 for their Allure Beauty Box. And it was in there, the full-sized one. So this beauty box was like a $350 value. 
and it had all this other great stuff in it. And I normally don't like subscription things like that, but I was like, you know what? I'll just go for it. Like $28 is not that much money. And I got it and it's been great. My skin is so soft. Like even Clay was like, oh my God, maybe that is worth it. And I feel like guys usually are not like noticing the difference, yeah. you know, with women's things. They're like, you cut your hair eight inches. I can't tell. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, but, um, so I've been using that and then I feel like there was one more thing. Oh, the, the makeup wipes. Yes. So this, yes, we the, had this revelation ourselves. Let's yes. give ourselves credit. We did. So the episode <laughs> with Amber, yeah, I think it was the episode with Amber. We talked about how we were like ditching our makeup wipes. So that pack that you and I bought the day before we had that conversation at Target, I finished the pack because I was like, you know what? This will give me like whatever it is. There's 28 wipes in there. It'll give me 28 days to... Ditch the makeup wipes. So ditch the makeup wipes, yeah. And find something else, yeah. I love how that girl DM me, she's like, ditch the makeup wipes yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I saw like, that. crap. It's like, shoot, we're really behind. But I feel like it's not common knowledge. The reason no, we're saying ditch the makeup wipes is they're terrible for you. Yes, I know. I had so many people DM me and they're like, wait, why? What's wrong with makeup wipes? And I'm, they're like, yeah. am I missing something? And I'm like, no, I literally found out two days ago. You're fine. Yeah, they have like... <laughs> Micro, it micro tears your skin. There's fragrance in them, like horrible fragrance. Like even we were saying, like sometimes it burns our skin. When we use them, and we still were using them. Like isn't that not the most red flag of all red flags? Like yeah, stop using something that's burning your skin. Hmm, making your eyes water because it's like singeing them. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Maybe maybe not that good for me. Yeah, so I've been using my uh, cellar water. Oh good, so much better. Yeah, so I feel like I've actually been sticking with it. It hasn't been overwhelming. And yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, I love it. But I feel like that the routine thing is probably a huge motivation tip trick in itself because when you're organized and have all your P's and Q's in place, it allows so much more like time and energy to do the things that are going to get you to where you want to be. So I feel like that's a good segue into today's episode. Today's episode. Into today's yeah. episode. <laughs> Yeah. So this was Allison's idea to talk about this topic. So what prompted you to want to do this today? I just feel like among all of the crazy different careers I've had from like running a bar to doing pop-ups to weddings to whatever, like a factor that's been prevalent in everything I've ever done in life is I've just always been a very motivated person. And I will say, I do think a lot of that comes from my upbringing. My parents are both very, very motivated. They both wake up before 5.30 every single morning. Most times they're up at like 4.30 and it's not like they're in bed at 8 p.m. Like my parents are like up till like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Like we just have always been a very go, go, go family, like doing all the things. So I will say that probably is what taught me at a young age, but now that I'm older, especially in times of like stress or the past year we've had, I've had to figure out new habits and not just rely on, what do you call it? Nurture and mm -hmm. find some new tips. And I think that that's probably the, one of the most common DMs I get is people are just like, girl, if only I had your motivation or like, how do you stay so motivated? Like I want to do all these things, but I just don't know how to get started. And I did a little... Instagram like text album maybe 
two weeks ago or something and it had the most saves. Well, I guess like the third most saves of anything I've ever posted in like 10 years. So that was kind of an indication to me that clearly a lot of people are struggling with motivation right now. And we're just coming off of four months of, if you're in the Midwest anyway, cold and rainy and we get sun for a day and then we get five days of cold. So just how to overcome everything that life has been throwing at us lately. Yeah. And especially obviously with COVID, we've been inside, we've been on our phones. You can totally get in the habit of scrolling on TikTok and then it's three hours later and you were going to maybe, I don't know, start the book you wanted to write or something like that. And like, you just put it off another day. You're like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. Oh, I'll go to the mm-hmm. gym tomorrow. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking from like firsthand experience too. It's like, yeah, it's been cold, depressing, and we're like kind of still locked down. So I've definitely struggled with getting motivation and especially after the holidays. And we talked about this in another episode too. Like I could not function during the holidays, like the whole month of December (laughs) after like my work trip, I literally didn't post any TikToks. I didn't make any Instagrams. Like I had no desire to literally do anything. So. Well, you definitely snapped out of it. Yeah, I snapped out of it. (laughs) I definitely (laughs) am posting a lot now, but. I don't know. Yeah. I think we're excited to talk about what tricks we used to snap out of it and to keep going because I think what I find is it's so easy to get that initial motivation of like, oh, this is a really good idea. Oh, mm-hmm. I should do this. But it's the tricks and the habits that get you through the completion of the project. And yes. I'm excited to share those. Yeah. To see through the end. Yeah. While you were talking there, I just remembered one quote that I've really stuck by and it's uh the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine because kind of how you were like oh I'll start that tomorrow well if you're always going to start it tomorrow you're never going to start so who you want to be tomorrow has to start today and Mm -hmm. yeah but we wrote down so many tips normally we don't do an outline like this and I know this is a little uh self-helpy compared to our normal lighthearted comedy type of episodes but I just wanted to switch it up. So sorry if this does not resonate. You can blame me. <laughs> yeah, just just this episode. If you want to hear more pooping stories, we'll you new guests go back. Next week. Yeah. yeah, go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you're totally starting out on this motivation journey, even I'm still on the journey, I would recommend reading a book about habits because like Allison said, your whole life is literally dictated by unconscious habits that we formed. Like you get up and you look at your phone or that's a habit. You get up and you Mm -hmm. either choose to make or not make your bed. That's a habit. So I think it is really helpful to read a book about habits because you can even just understand how your brain works in that way. So like each habit has a cue and a response. So like if you are a bad smoker, your cue is, ah, something shitty just happened to me. And then you pick up a smoke and like you light it. So like that was the cue and your response is to, to smoke. So I think just like if you are trying to get more motivation or you just like feel like you don't have a routine, start with a habit book because it'll just give you even like the psychological reasonings on why we mm-hmm. do the things that we do. Yeah, it definitely goes very deep. And when you said that bed thing, that also made me think about one of my tips is your phone shouldn't, well, take, take your, take or leave any of these tips. This is just what I do, but my phone never, yeah. my phone never goes into my bed with me. So I actually charge my phone in the living room every single night. I've actually, I've gone through some phases where 
I ended up charging it in the bedroom, but most of my life I always charge my phone in the living room. And this like tricks my brain or tells my brain that when I go to bed, the bed is just for sleeping. The bed is not for homework. The bed is not for Pinterest scrolling, TikTok watching. The bed is not where you're eating snacks and watching TV and laying in your bed with your laptop, watching Netflix. Like your bed is just for sleeping. And then that's why I do feel like even though I only slept like five hours a night or whatever, I usually wasn't like laying there, like not able to sleep. Like once I go into bed, I fall asleep right away. And like, I have no problem actually sleeping. It was just like getting myself to go to the bed. But yeah. and then in the morning, it's also very helpful because my alarm is going off in the other room. And so I set my phone there with a my glass of lemon water that I get ready the night before. And I usually get the coffee ready the night before too. So all I have to do when I wake up is go turn my alarm off, chug a cup of water, turn the coffee pot on. So it's just already starting. And then I'm already like five steps ahead for the day, you know, like you're already up. And then I go and let peaches out. So she goes and does her thing. And then I go do my stuff in the bathroom and all of that, like literally only takes 10 minutes, you know, Mm-hmm. but you're not laying there in bed being like, Oh my God. Okay. I need to get up. I have to start the coffee. I've got to take the dogs. I've got to yeah. do all these things. Like you just need to like make it second nature when you, you don't usually th- like we've all been brushing our teeth every morning for our whole life. Like, yes, we all are like, Oh fuck, I got to go brush my teeth. But <laughs> pretty much in the morning, like at this point, you don't usually debate if you're going to brush your teeth or not. Like you're like, I have to do this thing. There's, there's no way around it. I've got to brush my teeth every morning. Just kind of make your other, the rest of your morning like that. Like it, it's not that hard. It's not that stressful. Don't make it a huge thing. Just like kind of go on autopilot and like get it done. Then once I do those quick little tasks, once I have my coffee and I sit down, I'm very, very, very present. I journal every single morning, no matter what, probably for too long. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes like four hours. I'm like, okay. Okay. Question. What do you journal about? Do you not personally, but like, what are your prompts? Because I did the five minute journal and I love it so much, but I feel like I could journal longer And I'm curious if you use the five minute journal or like, what do you do? Are you talking, was that the one that you put on your story? That's like everyone, everyone has, not everyone has, but it's like trendy on the internet right now. It's so trendy. What, what is the five minute one? Um, it gives you morning prompts, which of course I did not do it this morning (laughs) because I literally (laughs) slept through my alarm. So I'm like, Oh, don't got time for this. But it gives you like a literally five minutes morning prompts. Like, what are you grateful for? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you make today great? And then at night, it gives you like some quick night wind down prompts. I like so that. It just, yeah, it's just like a yeah. really easy stepping stone into journaling because I had been eyeing that journal for so long. And then because it's kind of expensive, it's like $25. And then once I pulled the trigger, it's just been like so easy to do every single day. Because it's like, this literally takes five minutes. Like, there's no excuse. It's probably even like three minutes. There's no excuse not to do it. So I don't know. I think I should definitely do more though because I feel like in the morning it's just like actually really nice to journal just like sit down with a cup of coffee even like sit on the floor and do it I feel like that's just like really nice it is it's so nice oh I feel like that journal really is aligned with what I do because the first general tip I wrote down is like my do one great thing each day concept and I've talked about this on Instagram too the great thing for that day can 
be as little or a big of a thing as you want. Like sometimes like on Sunday, my big, great thing that I wanted to get done was do an inventory of the entire store. Like it's not great and exciting and I'm not going to share about it on social media and it's not super fun. It's like me standing there in sweatpants with my hood up, like literally counting endless numbers for hours. Like it's not fun, but that was weighing on me for like the past few weeks. And it's like, now I got that done. That was the main thing that I set out to do on Sunday. And as long as I did that, Clay and I could chill in the sunroom that evening. We could go and get dinner. We could do whatever. As long as I got that one thing done that I set out to do that day, I can feel good about it. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes that might be just like you went for a walk that morning. Mm -hmm. I do think that whatever you do in the morning does kind of set the tone for the entire day. Cause think about those days that you're like, Oh my God, I overslept. And then I'm like late and one thing led to the, led to the next. And you just kind of feel like your whole day was off to a bad start. Cause you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. And I think there's like a good Ted talk by an ex Navy seal. And he talks about making your bed every day. And I feel like if you haven't started making your bed every day, watch that because it's exactly what you said. Like it just sets your day up for success. And if everything goes wrong in the day, at least you had one win and it was making your bed that morning. So yes, I think I know that exact guy that you're talking about. Does he, did he start running later in life? Oh gosh. I don't know. I only saw the Ted talk. Well, maybe maybe he talks about it in the Ted talk. I I can't remember. There's like a, it's like a good, like one minute clip of just like the bed, making the bed story. And I feel like, it's a good way to start your life with habits. It's like watching that. It is. <laughs> and I physically cannot do anything else till the bed is made. I could never like walk in my bedroom and get ready or do something <laughs> with the bed not made. Like a thought. No. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity of the bed to be unmade. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's true. I don't know. I, but I think it's like if you have a tidy life, like your like brain can be more tidy and you can mm-hmm. like process the things that you need to in your brain because your your space around you is clean. Okay, so we start with journaling, got to making our bed. What other tips would you like to share about motivation or concepts? Um, I was, this was kind of stemming from a TikTok I saw, but I don't really think it's groundbreaking information, but just a good reminder is like when you do these feel good activities, like endorphins are literally released in your brain. And so the way I can kind of compare it is like an object in motion keeps moving. Think about how, like, if you're, if you're on a run and then the moment when you like stop to walk, you kind of like get out of that, like pace that you were going. And then it's like so much harder to get started again, rather than if you would have just like kept running or if you, when you're doing productive, good things throughout the day. Like you're doing your yoga and you're exercising and you're eating right and you're doing helpful things for others and you're getting your stuff done. You're just more likely to keep going on that same train. There's another quote that's like, ask the busiest person to do something and they'll find the time to get it done because they're just, you know, they're they're scheduling out their day. They're used to having a lot to do. But if you're just used to, you know, scrolling TikTok and watching Netflix and kind of moping around, it's just, it's way harder to get started because you're just like so deep in the, in the funk Mm -hmm. that you're probably not going to go from like three hours of Netflix to springing up and going and running five miles. Like, I don't know. Oh, so like the science behind it, you know, like when, when you do those activities, those feel good activities, endorphins are literally released in your brain that make you feel good and make you want more of that. You know, I I don't get. Yeah. So like, going back to making your bed, that's just like a couple endorphins that'll make you feel good. And it's like, you're only going to keep going from there. It's not just going to stop. Yes. Whereas if you never did that. It's compounding. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On that same science thing, did you want to talk about how you wrote down the emotional cycle of change? Yes. So I was wondering, I'm like, when, how can I tie this in to, I mean, it, to, it totally ties into motivation. And like I was saying earlier, I personally have never found motivation to be that hard at the beginning, <laughs> but like motivation through a project is very hard for me. And this was a TikTok I also saw too. There is a graph. And if you listen to the Reba episode, you this is the graph that she was talking about. And it's called the emotional cycle of change. Google it. Take a look at it. It talks about the change that you go through when you start a new project or you start a new task. And for me, I'm always starting out with uninformed optimism. Like, oh my gosh, this would be such a good podcast idea. Or this would be such a good like video idea. And then you get all this momentum and you start the project and then you slowly get uh, informed pessimism like, oh, wait, this person did this and it failed. Oh, wait, this person. Oh, it's actually expensive. Yeah. Oh, it's expensive yeah. to do this. Oh, and so you get this pessimism. And then you, if you keep going with all this pessimism, you hit the valley of despair and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I can't do this. I, this is such a dumb idea. And then a lot of people quit there. And the lady was kind of talking about startups and stuff or people that are in their content careers, TikTok or YouTube. A lot of people quit once they've done all the hard work, they've kept going, but there's so much pessimism that they just quit. But if you literally just keep going through the pessimism, you get a little bit of success, like a little bit of informed optimism, like, oh wait, this actually could work. So if you just keep going and keep pushing through all the dark, then you'll hit the success. And I was telling that to Reba because Reba's been working so hard and she's like, I just, I, I don't know if this is for me, like doing social media. Do, and I'm just like, Reba, you are literally in the Valley of Despair. You just need mm -hmm. to keep working hard because I, I know that it's at the, like, it's at the end. The light is at the end of the tunnel. You just have to keep pushing. Like that's a re that's a saying for a reason. Because, yeah, it's like in the emotional cycle of change is has been studied across projects and people's careers, like in every Far scenario. So, yeah, 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 it's not like like literally almost every successful person has gone through this valley of change. So, oh, 100 percent. Yeah. It, it oh, really I know. Now me. that you started talking about that TikTok, I'm like, I definitely saw that and saved it. Mm -hmm. But it is so true. And I feel like every single project I've ever done, you go through that. No matter how like successful or motivated or those people that you see that are doing all the things like we all go through that in our brain, you know, like when I was opening the store, I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. I love it. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, accountant, LLCs, registered agent, money, taxes. Duh. And then you're like, uh, this is not what I signed up for. I don't want to do it anymore. And then you're like, no, we already invested all of this. Let's keep going. People mm -hmm. are interested. You start getting good feedback and then you just got to push through. Yeah. And I truly feel like any great thing has that. There's exactly. not, you know, that, that that's what makes it worth it. And if it was easy, everyone would do it. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, if you're like me and you find motivation early on and you struggle to keep going, check out that graph because it really helped me. I th that was a really, really good tip. I forgot about that. Oh, I like I, it. It has helped me so much. I'm so, I got to message that girl who made the TikTok and be like, thanks for sharing this. This was very helpful. Yeah. You're helping millions of people. Really appreciate you. Okay, so those were just some philosophies that we've learned behind motivation. So now we're going to do kind of like a rapid fire general tips for better motivation that we've learned. Allison, do you want to share your first one? Yes. Mine is eating lighter meals. So in the morning, that's why I really like to have my smoothie and then like a smaller lunch and like 
eat smaller meals throughout the day because when I eat like a really heavy breakfast or a really heavy lunch, like I feel tired and weighed down and it makes it way harder for me to like get up and do all of the things. So I've, I usually eat my heavier meal at the end of the day when I'm like winding down that way. I don't know. I can be like spry and on the go, like throughout the, the daytime. Yeah, that's great. Your turn. Okay. So <laughs> this one is on the list. Allison put it on the list, but I totally live by this too. Surround yourself with motivated people. My whole life I've learned you are the product of the five people you spend your most time with. And if you don't want to believe that, that's fine, but it's true. So if you are around a bunch of like lazy people that don't do anything, you're just going to be a lazy person that doesn't do anything. Like, I'm sure that that's not really the case for most people, but. And I think that goes with kind of mindset too. Like if you're around people that are really hateful or mean or judgmental or anything, eating poorly, don't really believe in exercise, are always like getting drunk or high, like that's probably going to rub off on you and you're going to start taking on those habits and lingo and all of that. Yeah. And I was listening to, I think it was the Lewis Howes podcast. And he says that it even applies to salaries. Like you are the prod, like your salary is nine times out of 10, the, the same as the five people you hang around with the most. So even thinking about that, like if you're like, well, dang, like the people I hang out with don't make as high of a salary as I'd want. He was saying like, go to entrepreneurship networking events in your hometown. Like they have mm-hmm. those. If you don't know how to start, look up 1 million cups. They're like an entrepreneurship networking group that they meet in all cities all around the world weekly or monthly, uh, 1 million cups. But yeah, go to those events, meet people, introduce yourself. I know with COVID it's not existent, but we're almost out of it. So learn these tips now so you can prepare yourself. Apply them. But go make friends outside of your salary because they'll give you motivation to push harder and like push further and open doors and ideas to things that you didn't even know were possible. I agree. I feel like we all do that to each other a lot. Like you don't know what the cap is for what you could be doing unless you you know. Yeah. And being around people that are leveling up is the best way to get yourself to level up because you're just like, oh, I want what they have. Like, but they're also your friends. Be like, here, I'll show you how to do this. So yes, it's like a cycle of positive motivation. That was a good one. Oh, I really like how on my phone, I have my vision board on my lock screen. I know that's like so small, but I think the biggest distraction probably in my life and a lot of people's lives is literally our phone. And so if you're kind of like bored or you're like waiting on something for a second, also side note, my mom told me as a kid, only boring people get bored. And bored was like (laughs) the F word as a kid. Like if we were like, mom, I'm bored. She's like, "Mm, only boring people get bored. So better go find something to do if you don't want to be a boring person. And that has like stuck with me so much because I'm like, dang, you're right. Like, I don't know. I usually, I try to never say bored now. So like, let's say you have a, a down moment for a second. You're just going to look at your phone. And if you see you know, your goals right there. You're like, Oh, I could either scroll TikTok for an hour or I could go do something about these things that I want to get done. So I, um, used unfold. I think it's a free app Mm -hmm. and they just have some that are like six or nine, literally grab some photos from Pinterest, slap it in. It doesn't need to be a big thing. You can literally five, 10 minutes, change it up as you get other stuff done. I love that. I'm going to do that. I'll send you what I make. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally copying cool. that. <laughs> so, okay. Do you find to-do lists useful? Because I use to-do lists when I have a long list of things I need to get done. And I feel like that keeps me motivated because I love the feeling of checking something off a list. 
Is that something that you find useful too? Or how do you get your tasks in order? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have like probably 20 different to-do lists running at all times. So in my journal, I guess I didn't really answer your question about like what I journal about, but just everything, like as everything is coming out of my brain, it all goes down. Everything from if I'm feeling upset about something to my goals or whatever. And here's like one good small tip. This is not really motivation related, but life related. If you're really mad at someone or something, write down like 10 things you love about them. So let's say you're like, I hate this apartment that I'm living in. Like it's ruining my life. Write down 10 reasons why you love your apartment. If your roommate is just driving you absolutely bonkers, 10 reasons why you love them, your partner, your dog, like your job. And that positive thinking will literally like change your brain for a second. And you're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe my roommate Bob isn't like the devil. Maybe he's not that bad. Like I was just kind of, you know, hung up on this one thing. So if I'm feeling kind of angry about stuff like that, I always write that down too. Um, and my to-do list. So Yeah, I agree because you can be going through your day and kind of forget what you were setting out to do. Then you flip back to the two list and you're like, oh my God, yeah, I have to Uh, to do that. I do that all the time. That's why I have to write things down. Do you write them on paper or do you use uh, the notes? I use um, this app called Todoist. It's actually a website. It's called, yeah, Todoist. And I just like having it on different, because I work on my laptop and then I work Mm -hmm. on my iMac and then I work on my phone. So I kind of like having it across, but I was doing time blocking for a minute and I was writing down all the things that I had to get done that day. And that was really helpful too. So I I like both. Do you want to elaborate on time blocking? Yeah. If you also are looking for motivation, time blocking is a great way to do it. Did not work for me because (laughs) sometimes projects, like I don't think that I have a very time constraint routine in life. Um, so what time blocking is, is that you write down all the hours of the day and from like eight to nine, you're going to do this task that was on the top of your list. And then from nine to nine 30, you're going to do this task and then nine 30 to 10. So you kind of like block out your day and it keeps you on schedule. Cause if you're like checking the clock, you're like, I have five more minutes to finish this. There's absolutely going to be pressure and you're going to finish it. But sometimes for me, like when I'm editing a video, it just takes longer. And like, there's literally physically no way I could do it faster. So then I'd time block an hour to finish a TikTok and it'd take me an hour and a half. And it would just kind of like mess up my whole day. So I think it works great if you don't have like, like that fluctuating routine tasks, but yeah, it's, it's really good. And even if you don't time block, there's a part of time blocking where you just write down everything that's like super urgent to get done today. That's really useful. I recommend doing that every day. I agree. I feel like the takeaway from that, if the time aspect is what's kind of like holding you up, it's just compartmentalizing with a little less pressure. So you're like, okay, I'm only going to do this one project at a time because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we can try to multitask, which I personally love multitasking. I don't know why everyone hates on it so much. Like if I'm cleaning the house, there's definitely a podcast going on and I'm definitely cooking dinner at the same time, but you know, whatever floats your boat, (laughs) but (laughs) compartmentalizing, I feel like can be really helpful because you're like, all I'm going to do is edit this video. I'm not going to go try to start cooking dinner right now. Like I'm not going to worry about what my email, what emails I have coming in. Just do it, get it done, move on to the next. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's kind of how you modified it. Yeah. Like yesterday 
I was so exhausted, but I was like, I'm going to do one thing today. And I put stuff in my Poshmark and I've had the pictures taken of these clothes for two months. And I just haven't put on Poshmark because it takes so long. Mm -hmm. Because I even like to find a cute picture when I was wearing the outfit. I just scroll through my Instagram or scroll through my camera roll, screenshot it, crop it, edit it. Like, oh my God. So I just wrote down, like, I'm just going to do this today. And while I was doing it, I was like, oh, my God, I have to send an email. I just I have to film this TikTok for this brand deal. I'm like, stop. Stop are you. You're going to do the freaking Poshmark and you're going to get it done. And so, yeah, that helped me accountable. So I'm like, if I get one thing done today, it's going to be the Poshmark. So I don't know. Maybe that's not helpful. but Yeah. I think that goes back to the do one great thing today. You were like, that's the one thing that I set out to do. And I have to see it through. And I think that that's a helpful thing for the tasks that are way less desirable because you clearly didn't really want to do the Poshmark thing. Like the result looks good. Like I, I like looked at it. Your pictures looked good, but you're like, that's just not really what I want to do. And that was inventory for new wave on Sunday. I'm like, really? The last thing I want to spend my entire Sunday doing is counting every single item in the store. Um, mind you, there's thousands and thousands of items going through, tallying it down, writing down the total, figuring out the average cost of everything. Like that, that's just not fun for me. Doesn't sound fun for me either. (laughs) No, not what I want to do. But I was like, I have to get it done. And so it was honestly kind of a blessing that it was cold and rainy on Sunday because I'm like, okay, can't go outside. Can't go for a run. Today's the day. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Okay. One thing that I found really helpful is to do something every single day that releases endorphins. We kind of touched about that earlier, but I try to exercise every single day, whether that's just going for a walk with Margot or going to Orange Theory. Those are obviously two completely different versions <laughs> of exercising. Like Orange Theory, I'm thinking I'm going to die. And I'm also <laughs> trying to beat the person next to me on the treadmill. Like they're going eight miles. I'm going to go 8.1. Like, okay, that's obviously like psychotic. I'm sorry, I'm competitive. But no, I do that it's too. It's the same as going for a walk. Like you just need to move your body. And yeah, it's literally science. You will feel better. And like Allison said, there's only more positive things that can happen once you do something that makes you feel good every single day. So that's something that I have taken into my life. I agree that out the outside walks are everything. Here's one tip. Like let's say you're a person that you, you need your like 30 minute social media fix in the morning rather than laying in bed and do, scrolling it, just walk outside, even sitting outside, like just one lap around the block. And so a lot of times with peaches, that's what I'll do. I'll make the coffee. I'll put it in my travel mug. I'll walk peaches and I'll just like, you know, listen to like a little bit of a clubhouse, like chat room or like a little bit of a podcast or like watch a few TikToks. But I'm like, at least I wasn't, you know, laying in bed for an hour watching them, then getting up and doing all those things. Like I got to do it while I was outside and moving and benefiting myself. So we're not trying to be here, be like, don't ever watch TikToks ever again. Don't do this ever again. Like, obviously we do it all the time, but it's just being mindful about the amount of time you're doing it. Like if you look at your screen time at the end of the day and you're like, wow, I spent eight hours on my phone today. What else did I do? No, that that's what I did. What's your mirror goals? Notes on your mirror? Happy reminders? Oh yeah. This also definitely came from my family growing up. And it's kind of funny because I don't know if like Clay's parents also did it too, or if I just rubbed off on him or what, but even this morning he wrote me a little note. Oh, I don't know where my phone went, but it was like, don't let the gloomies get the best of you today. Stay positive, passionate and use your day purposefully. I love you. And it was just like a cute little note by the sink. And 
it was just so sweet. I'm like, Oh my God, I love him. Like that was so nice. So that kind of goes into surrounding yourself with other motivated people is clay. And I call it passing the torch, like passing a baton back and forth. Like yesterday, normally he's the person that motivates me to go to the gym and we, our hard workout is like always on Monday. And I kind of wanted to go yesterday morning. And I was like, no, I'm going to wait till Clay gets home and we go at our usual time because when he's there, we like push each other. And then we got home and I came over to my apartment and he's like macrameing. I'm like not going to the gym. And he's like, no, I'm not feeling it tonight. And I was like, me neither. And we both were like, ah, oh, cool. We don't have to go. And I was like, no, we're going it's seven o'clock. And he's like, we're only going to have an hour to work out. And I'm like, okay, but an hour is better than nothing. We could either perform at 0% right now, or we could go and at least get like maybe 75% of a workout in like something is better than nothing. I held him accountable for that. And then this morning he like kind of relayed the favor and like had the coffee. He did, he got the coffee ready and then like made the no and like fed peaches. So it's just like, as you're feeling energized and motivated, like help the other people around you, because there's definitely gonna be times when you're not feeling motivated and then they need to help you. And it's just a relay race with a baton. Like they run a lap, they carry the team, they pass it off to you. You run a lap. Like, I don't know. That's how I think you don't, you're not going to be motivated all the time. Um, yeah. Another quick way I stay motivated is the only thing that stops me from being motivated is looking at my phone. Like I truly go on my phone way too much. So I'm working on being more conscious of my phone time. And what's helped me is setting up the wind down. I don't know what it's called on the phone. Like it's on screen time, but you can set it. So your phone stops letting you go on apps at 10 PM. And then it lets you go on them again at 6 AM. And like Ooh. every single day at 10 o'clock, if I'm even like looking at Instagram, I'll be like, it's your wind down time. I like actually follow it. Like, so I'll literally put my phone down and I feel like that has helped me a lot. So if you're struggling with your screen time, I, it is hard throughout the day because like I do want to check things throughout the day and I post my story throughout the day. But if you're really struggling with like getting in bed and looking at your phone, just put on the settings. I recommend doing like 10 to 6 or 10 to 7. You can do 9 p.m. or I don't know, even earlier. I don't know what your routine is, but that has really helped me be way more mindful because like I feel like it's so easy to scroll at night. I don't know why. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll go ahead with my last one. It is that if you're having a hard time coming up with your goals and things you want to work on, maybe find strength in like volunteering or helping others. You know, sometimes when you're like, well, I don't want to do my homework, but I'm down to like help my friend pack for their trip that they've been working on or something like just putting your energy outward towards other people. Volunteering also is going to make you feel way better. So even if you're unsure of, I don't know, that next project that you want to do or what your next career step, rather than spending your time on your phone or doing nothing, put that energy outward because there's so many other people that like need help, love, resources, time. I think that that could be a good one. You know, no one feels bad after they volunteer. No. And like you only are going to get back what you put out. And that's just like my philosophy for life too, is like just putting out good karma, good energy. Like you're just setting yourself up to, for success. And even if it's like, oh, I don't have time to go volunteer for an hour because I have a million things to do. It's like, no, give that hour away and you'll only like get back more help for what you need to get done. It's a yeah. weird, con like, I I feel agree. like it doesn't sound like it makes sense, but it always works out for me. So, okay. So the last thing I think we want to end on is all in all, just don't compare 
Some people are just more motivated than others. Don't let it get you down. Build those habits because your habits create your motivation and just use it as fuel to inspire you. Absolutely. Yeah. The fuel to inspire, I think is crucial because when you see someone else succeeding, it's so easy to be like jealous or envious or make kind of disclaimers for why they're succeeding and you're not like, oh, they just got handed that life or, oh, they're just naturally motivated or all of these things rather than letting that hinder your success, just like use this fuel for your own tank and see what's possible. You're like, wow, I never would have known that people could have made money from reselling thrifted clothes from Goodwill. Oh, that's doable. I can do that mm-hmm. rather than being, you know, anything. Yeah. Let it drive your success. Yeah. All right. I think that's a great note to end on. Sorry, this was a little informative and self-helpy but you know it's kind of like everything in life we all love to have fun but sometimes you gotta buckle down so (laughs) i hope you guys enjoyed this because i enjoyed it yeah well thank you guys for listening to another episode of already friends and we appreciate you all make it a great week Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you're enjoying the new podcast, Already Friends. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Already Friends on Apple Podcasts and to follow on Spotify. Yes, the reviews help us a lot, and we really appreciate you taking the time to write them. As a bonus, we're doing a giveaway for free AirPod Pros at the end of the year. So to enter, screenshot you listening to the podcast, screenshot that you followed and subscribed, post it on Instagram, on your story, and tag the podcast so we can choose a winner at the end of the year. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. We'll catch you next time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.